Welcome to Behind the Screens, a podcast where we talk to industry experts and the people who make Universal Screens a leader in the world of motorized retractable screens. Welcome back. We've got another episode here behind the screens. I'm Sean Colbertson, and joining me, uh, joining me today, oh, I'm back here to messing it up. <laughs> Ten episodes in, and I'm back to messing it up. I'm joined today with uh, I don't know, man. These guys are here. How much Michael did you drink Long- earlier? That's a question. Michael Longoria, Joe Serta, and Kevin Lofgren. We've got a bit of a tequila mixture here. I'll let Kevin describe what this is here. So this is Añejo tequila, and then I let it sit with some orange and some cherries and kind of stuff that you would make an old-fashioned with, uh, a little bit of sugar, and it's been sitting for three days, and I poured it out for you. It's smooth. Did you try it, Joe? I did. Careful. It's really no, it's... smooth. It it uh Ooh. it doesn't taste like straight tequila, but it wow, is straight good. tequila. That's good. I need two bottles of this. Okay. okay. So homegrown. So Kevin's joining us today. Um, we know each other through a local DFW radio station's Facebook group. This sounds really stupid, but that's how we know each other. Is. We got introduced through you know mutual friends, and we met at a at a lunch one day. Jason's Deli. Yeah, that's right. We met at a lunch, and. Kevin has a company called Lofgren, and it is a marketing firm. And we started talking some business. Some, and at the time, there was no uh, there was no traction because we weren't in the need of anything. Um, but I believe a year or a year and a half later, uh, we re we circled back with you. And this past spring, we we got our we got new flyers made. You you also redesigned the logo while still maintaining. The current logo that we have, just a little bit of touches, and everyone everyone loves that. And um, and unfortunately, it's not even anywhere to be displayed here. But so that's how we know each other. We know each other on a personal level that introduced us through that, and and then you did some marketing work with us. So tell me a little bit about tell us a little bit about what Lofgren does as a as a company. So uh, my original company that I owned for 15 years was a marketing agency and we primarily worked with fortune 500 companies. And to be honest, that that's a, it's pretty neat and exciting for a while, but after a while it, it, mm, it's just a lot of red tape and bureaucracy and you end up, you end up kind of being beholden to their brand and that makes sense, but I kind of enjoy creating more than I do executing. So what Lofgren does is basically work with the smaller companies. So I typically work directly with an entrepreneur like you. And the end goal is usually increase revenue. That's just the end, that's the end goal. But there are a lot of steps to get to the point where you can increase revenue. So I was a lead generation expert for 15 years. That's really all we did was for B2B companies, we were generating leads. But in order to do that, we had to have a brand that we could put in front of customers to get them interested in in our client. Well, working with smaller businesses many times, their brand isn't really strong enough to go out and market. So if they say, I want leads, I want revenue, then the answer is, okay, well, we got to assess what you're missing. You know, it, you may have a great logo and then we won't touch it. Or you may have a great tagline. We won't touch that or your website and we won't touch that. But if you aren't up to the standard that looks bigger than you actually are, then we're going to need to fill that gap uh, with projects, frankly, that look like you know, logo projects or branding projects or website projects, you know, brochure projects, all those things. 
Um, once those are done, the, most of my clients, not all of them, then engage into a lead generation campaign of some sort. But I think, I think the the primary benefit of working with me is that I'm a one man shop now. I'm, as, frankly, the internet, the internet contracting sites like Upwork or Fiverr, those types of sites have really opened up all possibilities for that because I look like a I look like a general contractor. And then I have all these subs. Right. My subs are in Romania and Bulgaria and, you know, all across yeah. the world. So it allows me to work with entrepreneurs at a price point that, like, they're getting senior level strategy, right? Yeah. And they're getting senior level creative direction, but they're not paying for the massive amounts of overhead to have A level American talent on staff. Right, right. You know, you mentioned you working with entrepreneurs, but, you know, on the flip side, you are very much an entrepreneur yourself and, and started something many, many years ago and, and have some stops on the way. And then now you, you've got your own thing. So kind of the focus, you know, for bringing you in was, was one, some other things that we'll get into later about this renaissance man that you kind of are. And, but also mainly is that, um, you know, you've, you've put everything out there. You've jumped in jumped in the deepest waters and, and and done the whole entrepreneurship, which are a lot of our customers that are, are listening to this podcast. That's, that's them. That's who they are. Yeah. Uh, and, and you've, you've done that. So let's speak on that, the risk part, you know, the just deciding one day, like, Hey, I'm going to do this. I'm going in and we'll, we're just going to see what happens. Well, necessity is the mother of invention. <laughs> I, um, you know, the first company that I created, I was, I guess I was about 30, 31. And it was right at the end of, do you remember when dot-coms were everything at 1999, 2000? Yeah. And then there was a bust, like at the end of 2000 or so, somewhere in there. And then 9-11 happened like a year later. So it was just bam, bam to the industry. And every employer, I, I jumped through probably four or five different employment jobs where I would be there, they'd shut down. I'd be there, they'd shut down. I'd be there, they'd shut down. And I started to realize that the risk of going to find a new job was just as much as yeah. the risk of creating my own thing. So, and, and I had more control. Like it, it kind of felt like I was at their, I mean, I was, I was at their mercy, at their leadership's mercy. I was at their strategic decisions, mercy, right. you know, and, uh, and it hadn't worked out like several times in a row. And so, uh, I started just by consulting with, I had a, I had a former coworker that then worked at, Next worked at Nokia and in Las Colinas. And she called me and said, hey, could you help me with this web website that they need? It was a pretty massive project. And so I'm like, well, I could not look for jobs and help you with that. And that's how it started. Right. So I would love to say I, it was some massive contemplation. Right. And, you know, it was really just, you know, an opportunity presented itself to get in, involved. Yeah. And I was striking out by the by being an employee. Yeah, and like you said, sometimes that's what's needed, but but there's still a risk, you know, and you, you put everything out there. And, and Joe, I mean, you're the same way. I mean, when you came over here, this was not established company. This was no, just an idea. You know, it, it was, we had no idea where it was going to go. And even now you re, you fast forward, even the idea that we had was very, wasn't very big, you know, so you, you didn't even know whether the, we the were- The risk was, was for sure there, but um, hey, look, I mean, it was worth it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, what what pushes you to because you get to the end of the diving board and you've got to go into the pool. Like, what pushes you to say, "Yeah, hey, let's do this." Like for me, 
if we rewind back when I got married for, for it wasn't as big of a risk because I was very, very young. So I could, all, but that was it is let me go try this. And if it doesn't work, I'll just go get a job. No, see, I, I don't know. I just had that feeling that, you know, when, you know, especially, you, you know, being with Sean and Glenn and they had been successful. I mean, Glenn with a shutter company and then Sean with creative blinds. I'm like, this, it's gotta be, you know, and then something told me it's just, you know, it's, it's time. Yeah. So took the leap of faith and. So how many years have you been here? Uh, We're Sean since 2010. 2010. Yeah, so going on on 11 11 years. So it's worked out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I left a job making tens and tens of dollars. Tens of thousands of dollars? dollars? Just tens tens of dollars. (laughs) Tens of dollars. (laughs) (laughs) It's a big leap of faith. It was huge. You you came over here and made tens of dollars. (laughs) I remember what they paid you. Tens of dollars an hour. It's a lateral risk. (laughs) But it was a risk. Yeah. So tell us a little bit more about uh, about Lofgren because we've got clients all over the country that could possibly use your services as well. Yeah. Uh, so tell us a little bit more about Lofgren and, and maybe the future of what, what you, what you envision for the company. Well, it's, you know, what I, the, the fulfilling part of it is working with entrepreneurs and helping them, empowering them, frankly, to be all they can be from a marketing standpoint. And um, I think that it's, I think it's hard for entrepreneurs often to believe, like, I think they think of a consultant pretty negatively. I think they think of a consultant as somebody who's going to come in and make some recommendations and walk away. And where I'm different is that I'm going to come in and make some recommendations and then stay and execute the projects that support those recommendations. Sometimes I'm supporting, sorry, sometimes I'm, working with the subcontractors that are that I work with all the time and sometimes I, I'm actually working with employees who are there who just need better direction or even oversight. And I, I don't that's not in a it's not critical. It's just sometimes the the entrepreneur himself doesn't really either he doesn't have the skill set or he doesn't have the time to really direct the people that he has on marketing. So if they have a marketing person, I'll usually assume kind of direction there and then report to the to the entrepreneur on right. a weekly basis, just saying this is where we are. So as far as where I see us going, I mean, I, I can tell you, at least currently, I have zero interest in employees. Yeah. <laughs> After 15 years of my butt puckering every two weeks, you know, like I, I just, I, at least not yet, I'm not ready to do that again. Right. And so my vision for the company is um is frankly to keep it one man show as long as i possibly can and then you know be as effective as i can with the clients that i have right so i mentioned earlier you know renaissance man but it's just what i mean is that i've we're friends on facebook uh, there's a lot of interaction there we're part of some groups but i've seen i've seen clips of you i've seen videography that you've done I obviously you've done work for us on a marketing level and we've spoken in those meetings and I've seen the, the things that you know and how you act. I've seen this drink that you've just made, but I've, I've seen, um, I've seen you act. I've seen a, a clip of you acting and I'm I've sorry. also, <laughs> and, and I've also, you've got a best selling children's book and That's you're about true. to write another one. That's it's written. And and illustrated, it just hasn't been released yet. So let's um, let's hit on. Let, so the acting, I mean, is that acting a part of your background, or did I just happen to see a clip where you were acting? No, I. Uh, I mean, you know, like in high school, I was in theater or whatever. Like, I'm not an actor. Okay. Uh, 
but I can act. And and so, like for example, if a client says, "Here's what here's what I think you saw," <laughs> here's what I think you saw, a very large Fortune 100 company uh, was using us to do lead generation back when I was running Farstar, and that was my company. And um, we had this idea to create a um, a mock interview because they were an HR related company, and we're. They basically, we the idea was we're going to have uh, the interviewee uh, coming and basically being a cluster, like somebody you do not want to hire. Yeah. Because the point was we're going to say, uh, we're going to help you hire better than this. So anyway, this concept, the client wasn't getting it. They didn't, they didn't get it and they didn't, uh, they didn't like it. But I was in my hotel room, I was traveling for business, and um, I'm like, screw it, send me the script to the writer. I said, just send me the script, and I'll I'll try to show them what I mean. And so here I am in my hotel room, being a complete, I was I was playing Jimbo, a, a sales guy, and he was a complete douchebag. Yeah. And um, <laughs> so I put on like a, a, a really cheesy shirt, and I just riffed, you know, I just read the script and was a real big douche. And um, sent it to them, and they said, "Oh yeah, no, we're in. <laughs> we're gonna do this." At this point, is when I wish I had that video, and that we, could pop, you know, pop it I'm up. I'm sure screen I could right send now. it to you. You so, can. Were you the in interview there. and the interviewee, or just I was just the interview. The inter- okay. you, you'd never see the interviewer. You only see it's like clips, like cut, 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 and like jump cuts all the way across. Anyway, so I said, "Okay, great. We'll get we'll get it casted," and. Uh, we get back to I get back to Farstar and we start trying to cast people and we're doing auditions and we keep sending them to the client and the client's like nope, nope, nope. And finally they just said, oh, actually it was somebody else who didn't know that it was me. And they said, why don't we just use that first guy? That guy was great. Yeah. <laughs> so that's how I ended up acting. Yeah. And, yeah, a lot of people think it was what's it called? Uh, what's it? It's, Typecasting, yeah. A lot of people thought, you know, like it was just typecasting. I, I, wasn't I, I really thought it acting. was great, man. I'll have to show these guys after we're done. It's uh, scary how easy it was. And so I'm also I'm intrigued <laughs> by the 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 children's book. That's awesome because we've all, you know, we've he's got he's got kids. We, he's, we've all got a handful of kids, and yeah. uh, we've all read books and we've all you know made up rhymes probably while we're doing that. And you put you put pen to paper and created a, a children's book, and uh, I. I I've read it when you posted it out there and reviewed it, and it's it's, it's good, man. That's Thanks, awesome. Man. Why yeah. a children's book? Uh, well, once again, it's kind of just by accident. Like what happened was I was, let's see, probably 2008-ish. Um, my daughter was three years old at the time, and she was just, uh, just refusing to go to bed. She just would not go to bed, and we would lock horns about it every night, and Anyway, finally, I started realizing that if I gave her something to look forward to when she got in bed, you know, like she wasn't really interested in in reading other people's books or whatever. So I would say, I'm going to create a story for you. And so I would always go to bed, you know, get in bed with her and we'd look up at the ceiling and then I'd say, okay, you know, kind of like Mad Libs, like give me, give me a place, give me a person, give me a thing, give me your best friend. Who do you, you know, and then I'd create a story. Well, anyway. At one point, I started. I I told somebody that I was doing this, and they said you should record your stories because it like that'll be a special memory someday. And I'm yeah. like, oh, it's not a bad idea. So I started 
on my iPhone just recording the the nighttime sessions. And as Jimbo, no, <laughs> not as Jimbo. No, he has not made an appearance in my child's bed. Um, anyway, they. Um, so one night uh, she was saying, I don't want to go to sleep. And I said, but think of all the great things you could dream about. And she, she said, like, what? And so I said, well, you could dream of birdies that sing. You could drink a, dream of uh, fairies with wings. You know, I kind of started rhyming things that she could dream about. And it ended up on, on the recording. And um, I don't know what. I don't. I guess I remember thinking that wasn't bad, <laughs> you know. Like yeah. I thought that it, that didn't suck, and so I went back and listened to the recording and just tran- transcribed it. Um, the only thing I changed before I turned it into a book was uh, at the time I had said you could dream about all the reasons your daddy's so funny, and then when I was making it a book, I was like, you know, not every kid's got a dad. And um, I didn't want to create a book that it, that made somebody feel sad, you know, that they yeah. didn't have a dad. And and so I changed it to why your friends are so funny. But that's the only change that I made. And I basically, I, I sat on it for I don't know, close to 10 years. And then I thought, I, I guess I, I saw, I think it was because I saw Goodnight Moon. Uh. And I was like, that's that. that's like that's like <laughs> ten sentences. <Yeah. laughs> I've written ten sentences that yeah. work, and so I went to a friend who was an illustrator and just said, "Hey, I don't have any money to pay you, but we could share the deal if you want to. You know, if you're interested." And she said yes, so you know she illustrated it, and then I sat on that for two years, and then when COVID happened, I, you know, did I was not as busy. Mo- many of my clients had said pause until we figure this out and during that time i decided to really look into it and made it happen so he's got good friends i had a good friend i told him some of my invention ideas and and he listened to me we'd be rich by now you yeah the car cover he had the he had those friends too he had had a hail cover cover for cars i was like i said I was like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. And now I'm actually Googling. We were where driving to, buy to Florida. Them. Yeah. yeah. I Googled like, just recently where to buy one because we had to park some cars outside of the house. You should have invented that. I could I he's could like, get look, one. somebody got your invention. And I'm like, yeah. that's funny. So, so I think the book goes back to, you know, or you writing the book goes back to what we originally wanted the topic to be about about risk. I mean, you know, you're putting something out there for the world to see, and it's your thoughts, and it's a very it's intimate, a, a very intimate yeah. thought that you're putting out there that in today's world could be, hey, that's awesome. But it also is the flip of what is this? This garbage. Who do you, think you, know? you are? And so you're putting that. Yeah. Who are yeah. you? You know, um, you know, how does how do you just go and say, hey, man, we're I'm going to do this? Yeah, I, I think that's kind of just woven into my fabric a little bit. I think that I've always I mean, I know that even in junior high and elementary school, I know that I was always willing to be a dork for a good laugh or willing to embarrass myself and then make fun of myself to make friends. Like I think it was a defense mechanism or a or coping mechanism in yeah. a sense. I, I was bullied a lot um, in seventh grade, seventh and eighth grade were pretty bad. And um, coming out of that, I think like, I remember people picking on me and actually the, the best story <laughs> about this is that, uh, five guys picked me up and took me to the bathroom and dunked my head in the toilet. That had not been flushed, by that the way. Really <laughs> that really happened? That really did happen. Yeah. I didn't know that really happened. I didn't know that really happened. <laughs> no, it, happened. it was just in movies. And as it was happening, 
and I was taking the plunge, I just was thinking to myself, you know, like I could, I can't fight back. I mean, they were, there were five of them and they were two years older than I was. And, um, and so I just thought the only way I think I can make this work for me is to laugh with them and act like I did it on purpose. Like this is, I'm part of it, you know? And so they tip me over and I start laughing and I get up and they're all laughing and I'm laughing with them. I'm high-fiving them like, that's freaking (laughs) awesome. Let's do that again. Walked out of the bathroom, sopping wet. Mm. And you know, like I wanted to cry. Like I wanted to just melt away, but I just felt like I had more power if I made it mine and didn't let them have any power over me. And in that moment, I I was in ninth grade in that moment, I do think I made a decision. Like from now on, I'm going to be out and I'm going to be loud and I'm going to be okay with whatever anybody thinks of me yeah. as long as I'm, you know, as long as I'm with retaining my own power. So yeah. I feel like that's a little bit how I approach life in general. Like if I've got a, I got an idea for a book, I'll put it out there. It's not like I'm trying to be in a best selling childhood, childish, what is it? Children's, Children's book author. Yeah. Couldn't, couldn't I like think childish author. Childish author. <laughs> I already am that. So, yeah, mission accomplished. Um, you know, it's not like it's going to be a career or anything, right. but it's just something I had. So I, That's cool. But I think That's it's pretty cool. I think it's very courageous because, I mean, there's Thanks. a lot of people out there that um, are afraid to, to write a book, afraid to sing, afraid because of the response that they're going to get. And a lot of times you just got to stop. You know, you've got to put that away and do what you want to do because yeah. there's always going to be people out there that are going to be negative and and say something. That would be but, good for you. Take his advice and you know tell a story to all your six kids. You could have a bunch of books. By I there. could have a bunch of books right now. Yeah, yeah. Just make but, recordings. That's right. <laughs> um, but no, I think it's I, I think it's that awesome piece. that you that, that awesome. you take that risk, even though that especially nowadays with social media and and everything going on, that you could be criticized in every way, and and sometimes you've got to just not worry about that yeah i i I appreciate that i do one of the things that i did as a college kid was i sold books door to door and i did it for five years and i was really good at it but the only reason i was good at it was because i would literally like throw myself out of my car and run up to the door and hit the doorbell as fast as i could because if i took any time i was not i was going to turn around i was going to sit in my car i was going to drive away I had to throw myself out there just to make sure that I got there. And then once the doorbell was rung, had been rung, I couldn't run away. I mean, it's not going to work. Yeah. So that's kind of how I feel about this. Like I just, I didn't ask anybody's opinion. I didn't even tell my, I didn't tell my mom who I tell everything to that I was going to do it. And it wasn't like I said, I'm not going to tell my mom. I just didn't, I didn't consult anybody because I didn't really care what advice I got back. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I just, I just want to do it. I want my kids to have, I want my daughter to have a book that was made, like that I created with her. And then the second book is one that I did with my son. Well, what's the name of the first book? First book is called Dream. I yeah, think. I guarantee you'll sell another copy today. Uh, today, I'm going to go buy <laughs> yeah, yeah. Guaranteed. And the second book is called Legacy. And the first book is just about dreaming. And, you know, it does kind of end with uh, talking about my dreams for for her like i it starts with you could dream of this you could dream of that you could dream of this that and then it ends with but i really hope 
the dreams I have for you come true. You know, it's that kind of ending. Yeah. Sorry for the spoiler. Sorry, sorry <laughs> yeah. to spoil it. I'm, I'm only going to... No I'm just buying it so I can tell my kids, like, I know I know this guy. Like, yeah. <laughs> and then the second one uh, called Legacy is similar in format, but it's basically saying you can be whatever you want to be, but what you're going to be is my legacy. Like, you're going to be what's left of me, and I hope... I just want you to be the best you you can you can be. So that's that's the message. You got the, the rhyming down. I it like does. It. Yeah. I can He's rhyme. He's a character right now. <laughs> <laughs> I can rhyme. I, I, in in high school, I was in a band and I was the primary lyricist. And if Sean ever gets a hold of any of that, oh, man. <laughs> can you find that? Big that. big trouble. <laughs> but but my the rhymes that I wrote in high school for my songs are pretty on par with my children's book if that tells you anything yes. well sean used to be a rapper too so oh, you yeah. can get his song that took me well. a long maybe time could, to let anyone hear that maybe uh, you could do the audio version of the book <laughs> you could rap it uh, i should do that i've seen those on tiktok where they take children's books and they try to mumble rap into the yeah. version yeah so well man I, I appreciate you coming out here and sitting with us and you know, for anyone that is listening or watching that is specifically a client of ours or a customer of ours, you know, Lofgren did a great job uh, on the flyers, new flyers that we have. We had um, we had a trade show last week and we, we used, uh, you know, we created two different ones and we were able to use the business to business ones last week. Nice. Uh, and then we'll be, we'll be getting out the ones to our customers for the homeowners pretty soon. So you did tremendous work on that for us. And, you know, if the services are needed, we can certainly reach out to me and I can get you in touch with Kevin. But you know, the main reason for coming in was, was that risk, you know, of taking that risk to start something new, of taking that risk to put your children's book out there to see if, you know, it's accepted and published. And then you said something or just a few minutes ago about how you live your life after you told us your stories about growing up and that you basically decided to just throw myself into my work, throw myself in every, just put it out there. Uh, and I think that's probably the key point of this podcast and that anyone that's listening, whether it be you know, running a retractable screen business, like most of our customers, or whether you're running your own small business or whatever it is, if it's my son listening to this, you know, and it's about soccer or academics, it's just, you know, throwing yourself out there and, 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 and just putting yourself out there and not really worrying about what the rest of the world thinks and just, just doing it, you know, and, and good things will, will usually come after that. So I, I do appreciate you coming and sitting with us. Of course. Thanks yeah, for having That was you. delicious. If I didn't think it was going <laughs> to really affect me, I would have been pounding it, but I'm probably going to down it when this is over. Yeah, so it's, it's good. It really Excellent. is good. I'm, I'm going to have it. to get the uh, the recipe for that. Sounds good. So, but thank you again for, thank for joining you. us. That wraps up this episode of Behind the Screens. Uh, we'll catch you on the next one. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Behind the Screens. Don't forget to follow us on your favorite podcast player and leave us a review.